Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers, anybody out there in property sourcing land, sourcing profits for property for profit. (laughs) This is the podcast for you. Uh, And I've got an interesting one here for anybody starting out. This is for new deal packages out there. I've just come off the back of three phone calls when uh, people new to deal packaging, maybe they haven't done their first deal yet, are tying themselves in knots mentally. You know, belief. This is a little bit about belief. This episode is about belief. But the thing about belief is, I don't know if you're like me, when I see um, articles, Facebook Lives, whatever, um, entitled hashtag belief, they're all a bit cliched, right? I find it a bit of a turn-off. I don't want you to turn off. I want you to listen to this. So at the heart of uh, what I'm going to share with you is about belief as a deal packager, as somebody new to the industry, because maybe you are underestimating who you are. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a few things that I've heard today. I've had three calls today with deal packages who are new to the industry, and there were some very similar things running through those three phone calls. So I'm going to try and help you if you're new. And if you're not new, you can sit back with a cup of tea and a ginger nut and uh, just have a listen. Look there, you know, smugly nodding your head in approval. Okay, here we go. David, I put myself out there on Facebook, but, 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 People are coming to me and I don't know. I don't know what to say to them. I don't know what to do. I find it very taxing. People expect me to know answers. This is what I'm hearing, team. People expect me to be able to solve their problems. People don't really want any property, David. What they want are my course notes. (laughs) Really? Don't give them your course notes. You have invested your cash in those course notes. That is the foundation of your business. Do not pass on your course notes to anybody okay they're yours they're private they're personal right i get a lot of people call me david and um they don't really want property i don't know what they want i don't know what we finish up having the chat and then we have another chat and then we arrange the third chat no no don't do that team okay so i am going to help you first of all with your belief and then with what to say to um Sort the wheat from the chaff, if they still do that. don't know if they still do that. Because uh, you want to work with the wheat, we can throw the chaff away. Okay. So, the first thing I believe you need to do is to understand what sort of person you are. Okay. Are you somebody like me? A bit loud, a bit sousy. Uh Someone who will say, yes, yes, I can do that. Yes, I can find you that. Yes, I can make make sure that's done. Even if you don't know at that particular point how you're going to do it, you'll go off and just make it happen somehow. There must be somebody out there doing it, and I'm going to come back to that, okay? I've, I've only got to find the person who's doing it, and then we'll get it done, right? Or are you somebody who cares a lot? You're nurturing. You worry You want to help people. You think that the purpose of having phone calls with prospective investors, even if they're not investors, it could turn out that way in the end, right? Um, You're worried that you want to help them. You want to get, and if you give and you keep giving and you keep giving, 
right, then business will come somewhere. They might have a friend of a friend of a friend. Even if they're not buying, the friend of a friend might buy. Okay? And I get that. But when you're starting out, that sort of stuff can wear you down. You've got to see your your business moving forward. You've got to see what assets that you have in your life, right? You've got to see what makes you an attractive figure in the industry for people to come to. People are coming to you for a reason. So you've, you've done the right thing. You've uh, put yourself out there on the property forums, maybe Facebook, maybe LinkedIn, maybe wherever, right? You're talking about your area. You're talking about who you are. You're letting people see you. Makes you feel a bit vulnerable sometimes. You know, maybe you get up in the morning and you haven't had any interaction. Nobody's come and you think, I can't do this again. I can't do it again. I'm not going to do it. Hang tight there, team. I'm going to help you with that. Okay. So what is it that you offer? Even if you've never done a deal and you don't even understand the questions that these people are asking you, so you can't answer them even if you want to answer them. What value do you bring? And here's a very important point. I'm going to pause on this. I believe that new people new to deal packaging, sometimes if they disappear down a bit of a rabbit hole, um, they sometimes get themselves in a situation where they actually start believing that actually they can't help people, they can't add value. What can I? It was said to me today that I wrote it down. Um, where is it? Yeah. I've not done a deal, quote unquote. How can I help anyone? You've got you've got so much to give, right? Deal packages have gone through the process. You might be new to the business, but you've got so much to give. Okay, let's talk about that. You've got your education. Now you have committed yourself to become educated. You've got your course notes, right? You've then gone on. If you're working with me a uh, longer time, you, you're in the mastermind group or you're being mentored, right? You've built a network around you of people who have been there, done it. They're on the journey ahead of you, right? All at different stages, but they've got the answer to the questions that you're being asked that you don't think you know the answer to. Here's a very important point. Write this down, team. Write this down. It's absolutely vital. If anyone asks you a property question, prospective investor, maybe right? If they ask you a property question, you do not have to know the answer. I don't know the answer to everything. I don't. But I have the confidence to say to an investor, that's a really good question. Do you know what? It's not an area I've worked in, but I know a man who does or a woman who does. I'm going to go off and get the answer and I'm going to come back to you. That is professional. You are not going to be undermined by saying something like that. So, what assets do you have? You know, how can I help anyone, right? Here's how you can help. You've got your education. You know your area. You've started to promote yourself. And you've got around you a network of people who can help you. You should start to believe that actually you can do this stuff. Because actually you can do this stuff. You know, and I've seen it so many times. People who have gone through the process tied themselves in knots for three six nine months and then a year later are doing deals everyone moves forward at their own speed 
I cannot guarantee that you'll go through the process in 60 or 90 days and be up and running at the end of it because it's about you and you're the unknown factor for me. But what I can guarantee, and I'm happy to guarantee, is if you keep going and if you are diligent and use your education and your network, you will get deals done. You will. So don't be put off at the beginning if the little internal voice in your head that says doubt and fear starts niggling away, right, and starts undermining you, you've got to block it out. You've got to keep telling yourself, actually tell yourself, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a good person. I've got my education. I've got my network, right? I'm pretty smart. I mean, I've been pretty smart to get to this point, whoever I am, right? Pretty smart. Even if I've not done a deal yet, I can do a deal. Okay? Um, some obstacles that you might be able to move out of the way. Okay? I'm going to deal with a couple of them. So here's uh, something somebody said to me. Um, the thing is, you know, people contact me because uh, I've started to do what you said, David. I put myself out there on uh, social media and people have come to me. But I don't really know what they want. I don't know what they want. And, you know, I want to help them, but I don't know how to help them. And they, they tell me all their life stories and they, t you know, and we have long, long conversations and then we, we book another conversation, but I don't know how to help them. How do I deal with that? Here's the answer. Write this down. This is probably the most important question you're ever going to ask, right? Ask them how you can help. So the most important question is, when all the pleasantries are done, right, and conversation is flowing, say to them, how can I help? And pause and wait for the answer. There might be an uncomfortable silence like that. It could go on for several minutes, unlikely. What you must not do is jump in to fill the gap. You mustn't. You've got to put the pressure on the investor. And it's not putting on pressure for pressure's sake. This isn't a sales tactic. It's you're trying to get them to tell you how you can help them. Now, maybe at that point, they'll decide, actually, I don't need any help. You know, they've just enjoyed the process of speaking to you. That's cool. But what usually happens, nine times out of ten... With a prospective investor in my world, right, who's spoke, sought me out and spoken to me two or three times, if I ask that question, how can I help, they will start to tell me property-related things that I can help with, and we can move forward from there. So we can cement our relationship, right, and we can talk about strategies, and we can talk maybe about property issues that they've already got if they've got one or two or three properties and they've got themselves in a bit of a pickle maybe you can help why would you help because going forward you're going to ascertain with them that they having put their present properties right and got the right management the right strategies in place they're in a position to go forward and do more business with you okay so how can i help is key and when they tell you how you can help summarize it and write it down in front of them preferably you know even if you're on zoom or something like that do it in front of them how can i help is key all right we are problem solvers so somebody else this morning said to me the thing is david when i ask how that how i can help them i just get problems i get all their problems coming out right and, it, and that nowhere do they say they want to buy a house so that i can earn a fee right we are problem solvers 
right? In there somewhere, there is a problem that you can help with. If you help them once, okay, help them once to solve their problem, then you put yourself in a position of some strength in the relationship where they know you're a deal packager. It runs hand in hand with uh, the idea, the premise, the certainty that going forward, if you resolve this problem, then you can walk forward together and work together and you can acquire them more property going forward. Okay? So, you, yes, we're problem solvers. We find properties. You have to make sure that the conversation is business-related. And there's some lovely people that I work with don't always get to that point. You know, they're kind and they're caring and they're nurturing and they're maternal or they're paternal and, and they just want to help people, right? And it maybe they make that a bit of a distraction from sort of doing the main thing, the elephant in the room, you know. The main thing, kids, is to do a deal. And you've got to keep the main thing the main thing. Who said that? Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, one of those wise, wise old boys, right? So keep the main thing the main thing. You are about doing business, okay? Why are they talking to you? They must have a reason. Um, another thing that was said to me in one of the conversations, David, I'm not sure I know the numbers. I don't know the numbers in my area. What you know? What do I do? He's, he's asking me about what can I get and what can I do and what the growth. You know, the a single let in my area is probably you know house prices start just below 150 grand. As soon as they get above 150 grand, the yield doesn't work out. That's true. I hear you. That's absolutely true. So I think in the current circumstances, you are permitted to switch from gross yield to return on capital employed. And if you don't know what those uh, two phrases are, look back at earlier. I've, I've sawn the sawdust on this in earlier podcast episodes, right? You need to know what they are inside out, right? So practice, practice, practice. This is what I fed back to my friend before in the phone call before this, I recorded this, right? Practice, practice, practice. Get your numbers right. Now, here's what I'm going to share with you. A house at around 150 grand, three-bed family home. We're not doing anything clever like going SA or multi-letter or anything like that. We're talking single lets. Single let on that property with a rent of around £800 a month. Not untypical, right? 150 grand, eight £900 a month. But the gross yield on that, I haven't done the sum in my head, could come in at around 6 7%, okay? Not... You know, not something that's going to get your juices flowing, but if you switch to the net numbers, return on capital employed, you will produce a net at around 11 12%. Net. Not by doing anything clever, just buying a house and putting a family in there, right? Net 11%. How much are they earning in the bank? Zero. They're not getting any money in the bank. That's not a difficult sale for you. 11% in a bricks and mortar asset that's going to go up over time or nothing in a bank account where your capital's been eaten away by inflation and you have no control over the money in excess of 85 grand in that bank account there are many many investors with more than 85 grand okay so what am i doing i'm 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 telling you things that you already know i know you know this stuff 
especially if you've followed my podcast for a little while, you'll have heard me say this again and again, but you are not implementing it, right? Put yourself in the position of the expert. Take control of the conversation. I don't want to hear any more, how can I help? You know, why would they talk to me? They're talking to you for a reason. You need to find out the reason, right? And then finally, before I move on, and I'm sorry if I've had a bit of a rant on this, right? But uh, it's only because I want you to succeed and I want you to move forward, right? You have to set a hurdle for the investor or whoever it is. Because if they don't jump the hurdle, and it's a small hurdle, it's not a big hurdle, there is no business there. And you might as well end the conversations uh, with this person, unless you, you know, actually enjoy it, right? But if we're talking, we're in our business heads, we've got to end the conversation and move on. And the hurdle that you set them is you can draw from your in compliance. You are a compliant deal packager, okay? You get to the point where you need proof of ID, right? You need... Um, picture-based ID. You need proof of address more than once, okay? You need proof of funds. They have to send it to you because you are compliant, because that's the law, because as a straight and upright and legal deal packager, that is the information you need before you can work with this person, okay? And you can dress it up you know, a bit more softly if you like. You can you can give them the script about, um, okay, so Mr. Investor, Mrs. Investor, we think you want one of those. I will go looking for one of those. But here's the thing. As the good book says, seek and ye shall find. I'm going to go and find one, Mr. Investor, I am, right? So if we're working with estate agents, I need proof of funds to get it off the market. I need something from you in the last three months with your name on and a total at the bottom that proves you are good for the money. Send it to me, send it to me. That should not be a huge hurdle. If this investor is serious about business, trust me, in the real world, even if you've never asked the question before, I'm telling you, people will send it to you. The people that won't send it to you are the people you can't work with. And that is how you filter out people who you can work with and who you can't. So I hope this has been helpful. Right, it's it was born from a little bit of frustration, which you probably heard peeking through this recording, okay? Because actually, this is pretty basic level stuff. You have the skills, you've had the skills to attract potential investors to you, right? You've got your education, you've got your network, you've invested in yourself, you've built a network around you of people who've been on the journey before you and have got knowledge and experience, all at different levels and in different strategies, okay? You've got people who you can call up and get the answer, entirely professional, to come back later with the answer, right? Do not undersell yourself, team, right? At some point, the would-be investor has to grow swan-like into a brand-new, fully-fledged investor, and the way you do it is get them to jump that little hurdle. I hope this is helping. I hope you go forward and you do all the deals. I want you to do all the deals. I want you to earn money. I want you to sell all of them. I want it to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.